0: Dragon Radio. I'm your host, M.L. Bustrak. Our Today's show is brought to you by Gym Pro Zone with all your gym equipment needs and fashion needs. Today we are joined with our wonderful author, Frank.
1: Hi, everybody. How you guys doing?
0: Oh, is, this is a wonderful time. So we have my brother Shield out, and I know you're working on book two. That will be out sometimes maybe by the end of the year.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I, was, I was hoping trying to do it by summer. Um, I'm still working on some things here and there of the project, uh, close to the end, trying to make sure the story flows the way book one did, mm-hmm. and keep keep the ingenuity going.
0: Right. We want to keep everything in line, but at the same time, we wanted to breathe on its own. Let the characters oh, yeah.
1: talk. Yes. Yes. Uh, I know for those who have read my my, my book, um, I left them with a nice little hip cliffhanger. Oh, so I I've, been, I've been getting um, fans and readers asking, hey, when's the next book coming out? And I keep telling, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. It'd uh, be awesome. So I want to make sure it just, the first book just flows right into the second book and just like a series. And basically it is, it's, it's a, a book series.
0: Mm-hmm. I I know with our series, it can go, each book can be read as a series or it can be read as a standalone. We do a lot of things as authors that are fun, but it drives our readers crazy because it takes us so long to write the book.
1: It does. It does because a lot goes in uh, the behind the scenes of editing, um, making sure the content is equitable to everybody um, mm-hmm. that so they can get the understanding not to be bearing on one than the other. Mm-hmm. So it, a lot goes in. I mean books. you don't
0: want to have it wrote for a college professor professor and have it read by a teenager in high school
1: correct correct
0: so we want to include everyone exactly but and for those happens. of us who haven't read the book and I don't know how many there are listening to this but I know there's a few what is book one about
1: um book one Actually goes in off of two, uh, well, book two goes in off of one where um, he's looking for his wife. Uh, and the, the cliffhanger, for those who have read it, uh, she's, she's missing. Mm-hmm. And his whole world just comes to a crumble. Uh, oh. He got he to stay maintained on his focus of doing his, uh, working his assignments, uh, trying to keep the team back a little bit but it's the main focus is trying to find his wife
0: now okay can you hear me okay yes i can hear you okay good because i'm having computer issues because those of you who are not in wonderful ohio right now you don't know we're in the Minnesota of a blizzard so my computer is being all wonky <laughs> 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 it's winter gotta love it but yeah, we have- yeah i mean it, it's what it is so we have the cliffhanger he's looking for his wife the internal turmoil keeping the team together we're looking at everything now i know it's not going to be cut and d- dry in the um second book because the wouldn't be interesting if it goes oh here's my wife okay we're done now so <laughs>
1: yeah. it's, it's, it's a struggle i mean he's it's, it's, I think at one point in the book, he's like right there, but mm-hmm. don't know she's there, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Um, they, they miss each other a couple of times in passing. Mm-hmm. Um, they say, I, I say in, in another incident, she sees him, but he don't see her. And then another incident, they don't see each other. But they, they're right in each other's area during, during the, the, the struggles of him trying to find her as well as trying to bring these other guys to justice. And it ties into a lot of things that occurred in the first book.
0: Okay. So it's
1: a, c- a continuation on of a lot of criminal activity. And again, it's based out of the Ohio region, Cleveland area. Um, this time I, I extended across state lines mm-hmm. uh, because of the agency work or details that were working together. It went across state lines. So it's yeah. it's uh, a lot going on. I mean,
0: With your history and background with Ohio, you know our straight state lines, you know what's going on in Ohio better than I do. (laughs) I'm I'm more regional where you're more state, so. Right, right. But I mean, it's all there. And anyone that understands the region will know there's so much activity going on behind the scenes in Ohio that it just doesn't make make the news.
1: Exactly. And for uh, in the beginning of the first book, I kind of like broke down Ohio itself mm-hmm. because, again, you know, some people do think that oh, Ohio is just a Midwest state. But, however, again, like I, I spoke to a lot, I spoke in my book to a lot of my readers that they, the state itself is broken into three regions. The uh, right. And, um, basically, what I was saying before is that, uh, a lot of the readers doesn't understand how Ohio is broken to three, uh, three parts: mm-hmm. the Midwest part, which is the northwest part of the state, and then you have the South East South region, which is the uh, southern part of Ohio, which is right on the Macy Dixon line, and then you get Northeast, which is actually where the East Coast meet the West East Coast meet the Midwest, mm-hmm. and Cleveland sits right right inside that East Coast barrier where a lot of uh, things go on, that's more Eastern uh, east, eastern coastal development.
0: Yeah, it's if you don't know the area, and you did a ro- wonderful job with describing this in your book, you would think Ohio is just all the same regardless of where you go in the state, and it's not. You have well, different mindsets, you have different cultures, you have, it's a true mixing pot depending on what part of the state you're in.
1: Right. And, and a lot of the uh, British wars back in the 1700s uh, were fought a uh, couple in Ohio, mm-hmm. and um, it was founded by Cleveland, the guy the, um, who was fought in one of the wars there, and that's why Cleveland got his, his, his name, his monarch, I should say.
0: I mean, everything, there's a lot of history here. Right. And if you don't understand the history, you don't understand the state. And if you don't understand the state, then you wouldn't understand the politics. You wouldn't understand the mindset of the people that live here. But you did a wonderful job in book one. So I am anxious to see it in book two.
1: Uh, Like I said, book one flows right into book two. Um, I kind of recap a little bit to bring the story uh, back up. Mm -hmm. So the uh, readers won't be just like, okay, where did this come from kind of thing? Mm -hmm. So I brought that back in so they, they could be involved right into time. That's kind of like how a, if you was probably watching like a Netflix uh, series mm-hmm. and you just got done with season one and then season two pops up. You want to get that that background of what kind of ended in season one and bring everybody back up to speed so season two just flow.
0: Right. I mean, there's going to be people out there that mistakenly picks up book two and don't know what's happened in book one to get to point. Be. Right, right. So you have to have that backstory, that recap to bring everyone up to speed. So even if they don't pick up my brother's shield, they understand where the book came from.
1: Exactly. Uh, again, um, I try to um, use um, historical spots mm-hmm. that um, readers who are from Ohio, Kentucky, West Virginia area, and even uh, New York, they, they would have the, okay, that, that makes sense, you know, use certain places that uh, would bring back memories. Uh, I remember reading a uh, review from book one, and one of the uh, the readers there said, hey, man, you, you made, it. it brought back memories of living in the state, because I guess that reader at that time had moved away from Ohio, and as he read my book, it brought back you know, genuine memories of him living there and how things really went on within the state, within Cleveland and uh, social boundary areas of the, of, the, of the state.
0: I mean, you brought in so much of the history in the first book. I'm no longer in the Cleveland area, but I remember going to almost every place you mentioned in book one.
1: Correct. I right. mean,
0: we, we talked in length about and, this during the first interview.
1: Right, and I think at the first interview I might've just started with the sequel. Mm -hmm. And uh, now I've I've progressed a lot in it, but still got to tie some things up to bring it to a close. And uh, a a lot of good, uh, uh, because a lot of spots that I did mention in book two is gonna bring it home as well, help with the bringing it home.
0: I'm very thankful that you're taking your time to make sure everything flows because that's gonna make my job as your publisher that much easier. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um, But it goes to a lot of research. And this is something that readers don't always understand. We do so much research with our books. We put so much of the real life scenarios in real life books. Now I write fantasy, you're writing more general fiction, but you're putting so much research in it And that's what takes the time to make sure it's right.
1: Correct. Because I mean, I've I've seen movies and read books where I'm like, wait a minute, that's not correct.
0: Mm -hmm. But then
1: I I get the genre that the author or the writer is trying to put in place. Mm -hmm. But it helps a lot, especially if a person's from that region or that that city or that state to have the right um, areas that you're trying to proclaim in your book because it, it brings their attention more into what you're trying to present to them as a, a author or a writer or that entertainer.
0: Right. Um, I was writing a story last year. It's not even going to be published yet um, with another author. We put so much research into finding out what the city looks like, what the name of the right. streets are, how many stoplights there are per street. It's, a lot of tedious things but makes the story more believable
1: right it, it, it does uh i was I'm, it was the other day i was watching an old movie with uh, kevin costner in it it was called uh, draft day and it's mm-hmm. mainly focusing on the, the nfl draft and being that he was uh, a monetary coach of the cleveland browns at that time he was trying to get built at the browns team for the upcoming season however the areas that they shot, I'm looking to see if it coincides to the story. And that cinematographer, the director, the writer, they did everything that I'm doing right now, and things that you're speaking of as well, mm-hmm. of bringing those tedious things into place so it could capture the audience that's watching or reading, you know, the story.
0: Right. I mean, this things if you're doing a fiction like Marvel, you can use different cities to make your city look believable for that kind of film. Where if you're doing right. a film that's a, a game day or draft day or something like that, you have to have the city on point. You have Correct. to do the research. You cannot just say, oh, this is Cleveland or, or this is New York or this is LA. You have to have the city actually on point for what you're filming.
1: Right, because it's it's all about. I mean, even though I'm writing fiction, even though I'm writing fiction, like, are we still there?
0: Yeah, you were here.
1: Okay, even though I'm writing fiction, I still have to bring that integrity into the book because you want to have some truth, even though you're you're proclaiming it's a fict- fictional book. Mm-hmm. So that author, I mean, so that reader can say, I, I trust that I'm trusting the story.
0: Exactly. You so have you, you to. You have to bring the reader good. into your city. You have to right. bring the character into the reader's mind. So the only way to right. really bridge that and make sure everything is on point for that reader for that character, because if you miss one little, there's, I'm gonna make this fictional. If there's 32 steps to the uh, building in Cleveland. That's right there on, like, by the river, and you say right. there's 10, you're gonna get called out on it.
1: Oh, definitely, especially if you have a person who's homegrown from that area. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, when I was watching draft day, I knew that gas station that sat right under the bridge of the flats. So I could say, oh, that's the flats right there. And I say, oh, that gas, that's the gas station. I remember driving to that gas station, getting gas. Uh, right before we did undercover assignment that was working in the flats area Mm -hmm. um, many years ago and when I saw that gas station I said okay the cinematographer of that movie uh, the special effects person or the director they took the time to map out areas that were key that would draw people who are from Cleveland into the movie
0: right what you're running you're writing about a city you want to draw in your local audience because your local right. audience is gonna hype it up to get Definitely. to your national audience.
1: Right. So in the same thing in book two, I made sure um, even when uh, it crossed lines, I made sure those are a- actually real areas within those states or that vicinity. So when a person who may not be from Ohio, but from Kentucky or say, or West Virginia, it's so, okay. I know where that area is at. Right, this guy knows he knows his stuff.
0: Well, you're going to go into Kentucky or West Virginia or that area. I'm going to pick it apart. That's my home. Okay, (laughs) where Cleveland is your home, (laughs) Kentucky and West Virginia is my home. So I'm going to put pick it apart and go. Okay, is this where?
1: (laughs) Exactly, and I and I kind of thought that when I was writing the story, and. Keep in mind, um, I try to put a true event in each chapter that mm-hmm. I write. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though it's fictional, there's mm-hmm. some truth to that to bring that story, the concept into play. Right. So being, being that being said, I have to make sure the parts I'm talking about, the area I'm speaking from, mm-hmm. is real. Right. There's no BS.
0: Right, your storyline can be total BS, but your right. cities have to be on point.
1: <laughs> exactly, and like you said, If I'm presenting something that's off point, even though the story is fake, you don't get caught up. Like, man, that's not real. That's that's BS. And that sometimes may turn some readers off Mm -hmm. from things. So I got to make sure that everything's in play.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you do your research right and you know Uncle Joe sat at this gas station that has a single pump every day to play checkers with, you know, Billy Bob.
1: Right. The reader's
0: (laughs) gonna know that. Exactly. (laughs) If you don't, if you have the gas station, but you don't have Uncle Joe in there, they're going to go. Wait, is this the right gas station? <laughs> I mean, you don't have to do that much of a detail, but there's those readers that will pick up on that.
1: Exactly, and uh, it's like I say it's, it's good to already like I say worked in that area because mm-hmm. then you have some inside knowledge. So when mm-hmm. you do um, research different um, vicinities. You know how to put it to uh, put it together. It's like, you know, we put take out a puzzle out of a box and the pieces are all scattered. You want to make sure that them pieces interchange with other parts of the puzzle. So at the end, your picture, your story is complete.
0: Oh, no and doubt. That, I mean, yeah, you have to do that because otherwise you leave so many plot holes. Now, as a fantasy writer, I can do this because now I can go in and fill in those plot holes with another book. but. And in a general fiction with real life areas, you can't always go back and write another book based on that area.
1: Exactly. And and especially if the storyline is not going in a direction where it's gonna continue on or be able to bring back that part that you thought about. Uh, The other thing is I I do bring bring back different areas, uh, speak upon Um, old character as well as developing new characters in this book so it it, it, the story that it spins off from it still has the continuity of that in there
0: now we have a few minutes is there going to be a book three
1: i'm thinking about book three i'm thinking about it uh, but i'm trying to figure how i'm gonna do this because the the ending that i have proposed for book two Mm -hmm. um may end right at book two but uh, as as I continue to write, I may come up with because I got three endings right now that I'm proposing to okay. put in play. So de- depending how the story translates or transition as it goes mm-hmm. depends how it works, what ending I'm to use. But uh I have thought about book two. And I may just go off uh, a, a another spin-off that way. But I, I wanna bring um two and one to a, I ain't gonna say co- closure,
0: but mm-hmm. where
1: my fans will be on another part, another cliffhanger.
0: True. Spinoffs are always good when you want to end a series or a, right. you know, in that way you can continue the story, stay true to the story without it being a true cliffhanger, or you can do right. a whole different storyline based on one or two of the characters from either book.
1: Right. So, so I'm I'm kind of playing around with it right now.
0: Well, we're almost out of time, and I'm watching electrical lines sway, so I'm thinking that power is going to be leaving us very soon. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> I will talk to you later, Link, and thank you so much for being on the show today.
1: I appreciate you having me, and you stay safe out there, because I know how those storms can be, living in Cleveland for so long. And I actually traveled. I, I, if you let me, I, I remember one assignment, um, I was working in Detroit on under, the uh, undercover assignment and my youngest son's uh, birthday was coming up. It was March 12th to be exact. And I'm away on his birthday. I didn't want to miss his birthday. So I, I drove from Detroit. I wasn't supposed to leave the assignment, but I mm-hmm. drove from Detroit back to Cleveland. So it was a three hour drive. And spent time with him and tried to sneak back before, you know, my team knew I was gone.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Had a, I'm not supposed to say an accident, but hit a ice pocket on, um, on route, not route 80, what was it? Uh, route 90,
0: mm-hmm. going
1: back to 75, where I could uh, yeah. kick it back up into Detroit. And it's my car, did a 360 and spent off the, off the roadway into a big s- snow ditch. And I was lucky at that time not to have hit any cars because there were cars alongside me as I was driving when the incident took place. And people stopped, you know, to see what's all right. And I uh, called in, got a tow truck to pull me out. And I was back on the road again, as if anything didn't happen. But you know, at that time, adrenaline <laughs> was my, my inducing.
0: Yeah, so. well, we all want to be safe during the winter. Well, safe travel right. any time of the year. <laughs> what help right. for your ice. But where can our listeners and our audience find you?
1: Um, a lot on um, Facebook. Uh, I do tweet sometimes. Um, I'm For those who don't know, I'm a member of Omega Sci-Fi Fraternity out of the Las Vegas area. And I, I tweet a lot of things off our, our uh, social media sites as well. Um, but key, they can find me off uh, Twitter um, and social, uh, Facebook.
0: How about Instagram?
1: Instagram. I am on Instagram. You look up link, the author, or I may have it as, uh, my, uh, regular name and then link the author, but I am on Instagram as well. If you want to see a few things, I uh, shoot me, uh, uh Insta- Instagram chat, but
0: mostly you're mostly Facebook. I'm mostly Instagram. We, we knock it out either way. <laughs>
1: Correct. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> so, thank you so again, so much for being on the show today.
1: I appreciate you having me, and, and I hope we can link up by that time uh, the book is done, and then I can say, "Hey, guys, go out and get the book." It's the it's sequel to one.
0: <laughs> I would love to do that because seriously, we need to get book two out there. Because we can't really say too much about book two until it's completely wrote. So,
1: right, 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 and uh. Sh- I don't know if I should say the title yet or probably wait into our.
0: Well, is the title so- set? Are you?
1: It's um, actually, I, I, it is. Um, I, I put like a, uh, not a headline, but a line under. It's, it's still My Brother Shield, but it's My Brother Shield Saving Pam. That's the title to it.
0: Okay. We'll see. Now we have a working title. Yeah. We so- like that. To all of our readers, our listeners, and our viewers, happy reading.